Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's a group that meets. Group? People who've seen the same sort of things you have. Which group of aliens abducted you? Bob, we are not victims. We are participants. I don't recall them being human. Spaceman, won't you please take me along? I won't do anything wrong. Yes, this week, I don't know what I'm doing there, we're walking back to happiness with a man so odd that even a bunch of bum-digging aliens don't want him. <laughs> yes, it's communion, and joining me to take me to his dealer is Dan Thomas. Hi. Hi. I was going to make you read that in your voice, but I didn't want to no, ruin I, it. I should have done No, that. I just do the little, hi, thing. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'd never seen this film. No, I I'm not either. sure anybody had. Um, no. Yeah. I don't think Walken had. I don't think he's ever watched it back. Because this no, is too much. I think when we picked this, like, oh, this will be fun because uh, we like Christopher Walken. Uh, but it's like mm. going, it's like oh, I like Terry's orange. Yeah, do you want to eat a bucket load of them until you sick this was too much walking yeah. i love him I, could, I i did think i could watch walking in absolutely anything turns out i'm mm. wrong there was yeah. it's because it's not just that he's in every scene it's that in every scene he's the ultimate version of walking as well 
It's it's like yes. it's like a it's like this watching this film is like going to a theme park that's the theme is Christopher Walken, and it's mm. too much. It's yeah, it's you know the Galaxy's Edge. You know when Disney did that Star Wars thing, and you had a fucking you had a good you had a long weekend. It's it like stuck in Star Wars, like fucking Whits, like Whitson yeah. in space, right? Even, even if you're a huge Star Wars fan, after three days, you must be just like, fuck it, I need to talk to somebody who hasn't got a name like fucking Banjo Clitoris or whatever. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, because today of all days is the day after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And this BMW advert came out where it's him having to live with people constantly doing impressions. Yeah, that's a funny advert. Yeah, it's not it's that not funny. It's not that funny, think, but it's... really tails off at the end. It, yeah, but... Compared yeah. to communion, it has the benefit of being two minutes long. That's true. If, if I'd rather have that advert feature length and communion two minutes long. Yeah, because actually Christopher Walken in the yeah. advert is quite underplayed mm. and subtle. Whereas in yes, this, he's just going. Yeah, it's mm. like somebody's injected him with a syringe full of very small Christopher Walkens. <laughs> it's that Saturday Night Live sketch of the Walken family reunion. Yeah. Yeah, as a film. Yeah, and it's... Mm. I mean, I've, I've read around it a bit now, and it, it seems a couple of things that were uh, going against it is Christopher Walken yeah. hated the Whitley Stryber, it sounds like, the bloke who wrote it, and then he's playing. Yeah. Whitley Stryber, because Because yeah. the Whitley Stryber says, oh, you... you <laughs> what was that line? You make, you're playing it like I'm insane. And Christopher... I've got it go written on, down, go on, go on. yeah. He says... Yeah, he says... Um, you're playing me a little too crazy. And Walken said, If the shoe fits. <laughs> right, which is a really good burn. Yeah. Um, and, yeah and the other thing is. was the director who, uh, uh, Philip Mora. Yeah, the guy who, um, oh, I've written this down, he also directed uh, Howling yeah, 2. Yeah, that's how I know him. Yep, Howling 3, Marsupials. And Pterodactyl Women from Beverly right. Hills. Now, I... Yeah, because the only one of these that I've seen is uh, uh, number two, uh, whatever it's called, she bitch wolf or whatever. It had a bunch of titles. Um, that one. It's got two titles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the only one of his I'd seen. And then I looked up, like, who is this guy? Who is this schlock? Yeah. Guy? And it turns out his first two films were very well regarded documentaries. And yes. then he made a third one about, I think, because he is French Australian. This guy, he mm -hmm. made a film about an Australian bandit with Dennis Hopper, and after that. His career is mental. Yes, it really and is. And on this one, yeah. and I think he's probably not a very good director because his first, the, the one that gave no. him his name, that he made his name on, was a, I can't remember what it's called now, but he was, oh no, it was called, it was called Swastika. And it was, he had edited mm. together a bunch of Hitler's home movies. Right? Which I imagine. Like you've been framed. Like you've been framed, it? Whoop, what, what's <laughs> going to happen next? Whoop. Um, that was where Jeremy Beadle turned up as a Jamaican traffic it, warden yeah, and was taken yeah, to a concentration yeah. camp for gas.
So I've just imagined a big dragged off. <laughs> Trying to explain, but they were like, I, work, I work for London Weekend Television. I, they don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, so, so yeah, for people who don't know, that's the, the director's. Uh, he did it Howling 2 before yeah. this. Which is, I think, in, in, in the same sort of brackets as Exorcist 2, as in a sequel that just completely misunderstands what made the first one. To be fair, the Howling 2. Have you done the Howling 2? No, I, it, that's one worth talking about. Not because it's everything went wrong. I almost felt so. I having seen that, I I felt sorry for this director because everything went wrong. Like they said, oh. okay, we need thirty werewolf costumes, and they opened the crate once they'd already got to Eastern Europe, where they were being followed by the KGB all the way through production. And they, somebody yeah. had said, "We thought you said chimps," so they've got to try and make these chimp or gorilla costumes look like monkey ones, like uh, werewolf ones. And like, you know what? He probably had a bad time with that. No wonder it's a shit film. Turns out, even when he's doing no. it in New York, near his own, or Vancouver, <laughs> wherever they were, right? With yeah. with a professional crew and actors, this dog shit's what came out. And he had no control over Christopher Walken. Because yeah. Christopher Walken's great, but it's, you do need somebody there mm. going, hey, tone it down, you mad cunt, once in a while. Stop walking into every scene and doing a little dance. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. I mean, you're big. You're very big. Because um, yeah. three minutes in, uh, this is when I texted you and yeah. I said, right, three minutes mm. into this film, I lulled because the Christopher Walken in that scene, the computer scene, which I will recreate mm. in a minute, Christopher Please. Walken, three minutes in, makes the Christopher Walken in View to a Kill look like mm. Christopher Timothy. Right? It's yes. straight away. Yes. All he's going to do is... Fair. And every scene is this, is a normal scene practically. So the director's gone, okay, in mm. this scene, you're an author, uh, you're writing, you're working on your novel, and oh, the, oh, the bloody computer breaks down, and you, you get a little yeah. bit angry. Got it! Okay, rolling! Punch the, punches the computer. I was on a roll! Yeah. I'm a hot! You bastard! <laughs> Work, you son of a bitch, you! Go! I'll kill you with my thumbs! All right, okay, cut, 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 cut. That was um, too much. I don't care. Next. Fair enough, then. And the director's just gone, fine. We'll move on, then. He's also got that thing He's got that thing where he's filming himself on his home video camera as well. So he's in the TV next to himself, looking at himself. Yeah. I've never understood what that's is... about. No. Uh, but we should say for people who have no idea what this film is, and I don't Oh, yeah, him. we haven't really explained. Hmm. No, no, this is a, a, a true story, in inverted commas, well, it says based on the experiences of one American family in which a man named Whitley Schreiber uh, is convinced that aliens keep taking him away at night or coming to look at him and take him away at night. Yeah, and uh, the, or, or the one time they said, do you want to come to our weird Berlin-looking orgy? Yeah, because mm-hmm. the thing is, the weird thing is, every other movie about alien visitors, we'll get there, but every other movie about alien visitors, mm. when they go through hypnotherapy and you see what they went through on the ship, they're always strapped down. Yeah. And they're like yeah. looking afraid while like an alien comes close and they can this catch to what happened to him. Yeah. It's like fucking yeah. I, oh, I my I Doc, you gotta help me. I I was kidnapped by aliens and I went to a Daft Punk concert and they shoved the thing up my ass. But really, I insisted. You know, it's just <laughs> it's so fucking it's weird. so fucking weird. He doesn't look like he has a bad time at all. He's and no. and part of the film is I. Is it implied that it's that he hasn't quite remembered what actually happened and this is his fantasy of what happened? That makes it worse if that's true. 
That makes it even worse because it just gives himself no. Uh, it gives himself no room to have done anything fun at yeah. all. I don't understand if it cut to him and he was like wearing sunglasses and they're all doing the conga. Well, that practically is what happens. Well, yeah, but he's sitting down just smiling Look, in the news. But he's dancing around. It's honestly, it looks like. Oh, yeah, you're right. He he dances, it looks like the last scene of fucking Saltburn. Um, but he lives with his wife and his son. Oh, I mean, fuck it. And, uh, that poor yeah. son. Even yeah. as an actor, he must poor have been son. chill. Because I, I, I did put on Twitter yeah. that one scene. Mm. Where it just, it's again, it's, it, all he has to do is, okay, just go up and say, night, night, son, love you. And he goes, okay, I'm going to say something like that. Oh, fuck, he's not going to say what I said, is he? No. Okay. Sleep tight, you bastard, or whatever. Just walks out of the shop. It's just nobody is managed. He need this is he doesn't need to be directed in this. Christopher Walken. He needed to be fucking tased. I think possibly what it is is that without him, this film doesn't get made. Yeah, but with him, it's not a film. Mm. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to pick you up on something there. You said that he is being too Walken. I just want to mention that uh, in the next scene, he's telling knock-knock jokes to himself and wearing a trilby while he cooks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does that. <laughs> the, the weird thing, the first, because up until the three minutes, uh, you can't, I, I think you don't really hear him talking, really. And I, my first thought no. was like, oh, I'm not going to like this character because he's a proper 80s mm. New York, um, like, Upper West Side cut. Yuppie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then... I still don't like the character. Interestingly, even though he's full walking, I don't really like this character. But yeah. the Trilby makes yeah. him look like such a knobhead. Such a knob. It's huge as well. It's like a bucket Trilby. Yeah. And he's he's talking to a wolf painting. Oh, the wolf painting is on yeah. the wall. It's going to. And get you know me. he brought that with him. You know the art director yeah. didn't say it. He goes, "I brought this." Why? Roll film. Oh, why? We've been filming this for seven months now. It was a two-week shoot, and then Christopher Walken has an idea every day. And his wife comes home, and he scares her. He goes, ah! <laughs> well, tip of the iceberg for some of the things he does with that poor woman. Yeah. And he tells her that his computer turned off today, and he lost all his work. And then he surmises that it's probably turned off for a reason, because his work yeah, is bad. Yeah, we've all thought that. Hmm. Can I ask you yeah, a question? Yeah, please. If... If you've ever burnt toast, for yeah. instance, or a piece of food, do the fire brigade instantly what? turn up? And find you. That was the other thing that happened. Yeah. Why because apparently this? this is the third time this has happened. But also, already by the time the fire... Because by the time the fire thing happens, I'm already confused by the tone of this film. And because yes. Ed's, and because he's such a wild man already, he's got nowhere to go. I well, I thought mm. that three minutes in, like if he's going to act this mental straight away, he's got nowhere to go. I mm. was wrong, and an hour and forty-five minutes later, he's got his cock out, and he's <laughs> and he's putting pipes up his own arsehole on an alien ship yeah. and having a great time, yeah. right? But at this point, three minutes in, I'm like, well, he's peaked, yeah. I was wrong, but but the tone <laughs> of the whole film is led by him because he's in every scene and he really is the figure. Yes. So when that fi- when when the the smoke alarm goes off and there's a knock on the door, I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. I generally thought he he could have walked up and goes, well, let, "Let me see who's at the door." "Honey, it's aliens." "Were you expecting <laughs> aliens? There aliens here." I'm like, "That's how the film starts." But instead, mm. 
it makes less sense because it's a fire break who've arrived in 12 seconds and gone you owe us 30 quid for this yeah and as you say it's the third time you've done yeah maybe spend less time talking to the duck in the oven and doing knock knock jokes and more time looking at the timer yeah yeah fucking hell but his neighbour comes in, who's played by the one-armed man from The Fugitive. Yeah. And the guy, he was also in Babylon Who doesn't 5. need to be in this at all? No. He's in like three scenes. And he's the only voice Four of reason. Scenes. He's the only voice of reason nobody listens to him. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but he's fine. Because once we've recovered from the fire brigade incident, they're then all in the same car together and they're driving out to a cabin in the woods. And it cuts to walking in bed with his wife and he's doing like Dennis Taylor. He's got I've written that. I've got that exact thing. Why is he doing a Dennis Taylor tribute act except it's just the... Glo- I mean, other than that, it's nothing like... Because the, the scene starts with him. They're in bed and he goes, say something dirty. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, don't. Uh. And he goes, and then, and then he just goes, I love this because this is definitely Christopher Walken improvising what he yeah. thinks dirty talk is. Say something dirty. Mm. Say erection. That's all he needs, is it? Yeah. And then yeah. he goes, What a fool around, you old ball and chain you. I love it. I think I would. What I would love is I'd love to have Christopher Walken record a Mills and Boom. His throbbing mm-hmm. gentleman, veiny and tart. Am I saying this right? I'm going to ch- turn my glasses upside down so I can read it better. Her milky white teats glistened in the moonlight. It'd be good if he turned to her and went, I'm Dennis Taylor and I'm going to cut you. <laughs> <Wait, brain." laughs> talk dirty to me. Say a wreck. I can't do his voice. <laughs> I'm going to talk you brown. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to patch her burden. That's, no, that's, that's three points to me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go snooker loopy on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next door, the fugitive man, he's talking to his girlfriend and he's talking about the ghosts of the wolves. And yeah, I'm just thinking, why is this in this film? <laughs> why is this I character in this? I don't know anything. It's so weird. But then, as they're all settling down for bed, the intruder alarm goes What's off. What's the intruder alarm and going off when out. they get there? Because uh, there's know. a lot of close-ups of the, so. of the intruder alarm. Mm, I think that's just to tell you that. Oh, yeah, okay, fine, all right. Oh, mm. there's a moment, though. When it, yeah, when, the, when these lights go mm. on, it cuts back to the clock. And I thought, oh, mm. it'll start going backwards or something. no. Mm. It carries no. on as it is. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. No, it's just it's brighter. Yeah, we just needed a cutaway from Christopher. Uh, oh, I've written this one note. I can't remember if mm. I put this on Twitter because I was fascinated with this film. It, this is a scene where all he has to do is be in bed with his wife, right? Yes. Did you clock mm-hmm. the position he is sleeping in? He, no. She's asleep next to him. And for some reason, he's gone, this is how I sleep. I'll start rolling. And he's put his arm over her throat. He's literally got his elbow in Adam's apple. And he's gone, that's how people sleep, right? Yeah, fine. Yeah. All right, fine. Imagine him snoring. But he doesn't. He's completely silent. He can't even get out of bed. In a second, when the lights come on, and the aliens or whatever, he has to get out of bed. He gets out of bed in a way that no human being gets out of bed. He rolls to one side with his his knees in his chest. When he's turned to the side, he straightens his legs and lets the weight of the legs tip him out of bed. That's not how anyone gets out of bed, mate. No, 
No. Um, so then his son starts freaking out because he's seen the light. So is Babylon 5 man and so is Walken. So he goes to tend to his son who is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But does he see the alien before this? Oh, you see something looking in through the window, he sees, isn't he? Oh, the in doorway. the doorway. And it's not like, I wonder what that yeah. is. It's a long-held yeah. shot of what is clearly a grey traditional alien. He's like, I wonder what that was, other than a thing I've seen a million times. It's so disappointing that the aliens are literally those kind of like um, bean-headed with the Spider-Man yeah, eyes the and the greys, mouth. I think the X-Files mm. call them. Oh, is that yeah. what they call them? I thought that was old people. Well, it's yeah, they both vote for Trump. It's what Billy Connolly calls his bush. <laughs> Great pubes. Um, so then they chat about it the next day and Babylon oh, 5 man comes before, Because he goes to comfort his mm. son after this and he's acting yeah, yeah. like nothing's happened. Yeah. And he goes in. And yeah. you know, this is how he calms him down. So forget that mm. already he's freaked him up before bed. Going, sleep tight. Right? And now he tries to calm him down but he's holding him and goes, and he doesn't go calm down over there. He goes, so, do you know any good Indian hunting songs? That's the actual line he uses. <laughs> like, and the kid's like, why is it like this every night, you mad cunt? Oh, it must be exhausting living with yeah. him. Yeah, at some point the kid, I feel like you should look at the camera and goes, you've only got to watch this for an hour and 45. I live with this mm. mental kiss. So, the next morning, Babylon 5 man storms in and says, I want you to take us home right now. Because they all speculate that well, it they was go, the moon. Oh, the moon was big last night. Because it was like daylight. Mm. <laughs> Actually, now I mentioned it. Mm. Yeah, he does sound like the Count from Sesame Street. He yeah. does. <clears throat> yeah. I saw one moon, or two moon. Ah, uh, ah, such, ah, I remember ah, what I've written down is that is a really slow scene. What for? It, it doesn't serve, doesn't any, serve purpose. any purpose. But the whole the, the amazing thing is they go, please drive us home. So then they drive them home, and that's the end of the holiday. And it's like and the it, holiday. they don't need to be there. Just from a producer point of view, I'm like, no. why did you hire those two actors? This is mm-hmm. a conversation he could have had with his wife. Did you see that moon last night? No. Okay. But they go home, and then everything is going to normal, and they're going to go to a fancy dress party. He's having to well, go as an elephant. You, you've missed an important step there. Because they, oh, yeah. the, they, just when you think he's walking himself out, because he has been very walking. Oh, God. And it's like, he yeah, can't yeah. go from here. It's like, they so this the scene where he drives his friends back to New York, and then it hard cuts mm. to him in his office again, talking to himself in a German accent. And I just want to make sure you didn't miss this. For no reason, he's nude from the waist down, apart from a pair of cowboy boots. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and no one, the uh, no one who works on a TV production will go like. The, the costume department isn't going to say, "Okay, we got you this shirt, we got these shoes, and we got you these trousers." Okay, I'll take. I'll take the shirt and the shoes, but keep the trousers. No, but, but what? No, this is a middle of the day scene. It's not a bedroom scene. I'm playing it my way. Ah, oh, fucking hell, you're a nutter. And then somebody comes in and says, no, you've got to dress like an elephant. Yeah, we give him a little... It's a grey suit and a grey hat and a little little elephant trunk that he wears with yeah, a string. Yeah, he's the face. only person ever when somebody said, can you do an impression of an elephant? He's then put his cock back yeah. in. He could pull his bum cheeks really far apart like the ears. Yeah. <laughs> Waggle his cock down. Yeah. And of, of all the episodes of Smushpot I've ever listened to, right, when you say something like, he mm. could do this thing that's patently ridiculous, yeah. this is the first time yeah. I go, he might have done that in one of the extended scenes. He goes, I'm gonna, he might have done it. Just might. a scene with the, like mm. at a kid's party, he's going, okay, I'm thinking I'm going to pull my ass apart. 
and show it to the kids. Look, this this here's it's got a shot in the head, this elephant. Look, the bullet hole right there. This is bubble. Look, it's sad what happened yeah. to him. I think he's gonna throw up some chocolate. Ah, oh, fucking hell, Chris. <laughs> Can we stop filming this? So he goes to the party and they have a nice time and then he leaves the son to take him home to bed and then they walk down these spooky corridors. Yeah. But the, the, but and then, even then, even before they go to the party, he hmm. still has a monologue. He, he, oh, right, grab yeah. the whip, drive the slaves off to another cocktail party, make them babble about glasnost. I've lost another day. What are you talking about? This isn't dialogue. <laughs> no, I love him, but this is mad. Hmm. It's never really established what he writes, is it? Uh, I, I, I'll tell you one thing. If this is what he's like, it wouldn't mm. sell a fucking copy. No. And it's supposed mm. to be quite, it's established that he must be a very successful writer because they're quite rich. Oh, yeah. yeah they're living in but Manhattan, isn't it? But what garbage is this lunatic writing? Every chapter machine <laughs> tail off. <laughs> or worse. Anyway, then I shot yeah. my asshole. End of chapter. <laughs> Every chapter ends like that. Everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Really good <laughs> um, so then they're walking down this corridor and then someone with a like a bug mask like a grasshopper mask jumps out yeah and walker goes fucking yeah. mad because because for no reason because it doesn't look anything like the alien that he saw uh, no, and, no. and 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 to be fair i'm actually i will say i'm on sort of his side here because he freaks out get out of here you fucking bastard alien yeah. head freak and then the parent and then she the kid is like 13 she takes the thing off and the mum's like why why calm down why would you say that to a kid to be fair what clearly money's been spent on this costume to look at an alien bug thing it is scary i'm in a dark room and an alien bug jumped out of me fuck you right i don't care if she's 13 i'll punch her right in the mouth (laughs) thing is you're at a fancy dress party where everyone's wearing masks i I take your view if he was in the middle of the all right yeah i'll give you that yeah. yeah, yeah. Or at the doctor's. I was in the DVLA in the and an alien yeah. bug creature jumped out of me and I, thro- I I strangled her to death and it turned out she worked there. But I feel bad now, but... <laughs> but this is a fancy dress party where everyone's job is to go... Oh, but it's t- trouble is, I'll say it's too high quality a costume. It's like, first of yeah. all, who is you showing off, right? Okay, mm-hmm. just everyone else. This literally, Christopher Walken has just brought his own clothes and has got a small grey trunk on his nose. You have overachieved. You forgot to mention he lives next door to Rick Baker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because every Halloween, Rick Baker on his Insta, if you don't follow him, every Halloween he uh, dresses his kids up in the most extravagant. I say kids, they're well old now. The most, Are they old or has he just made them up to look like that? There's no way to know. Well, maybe he's made them up to look like that, yeah. Maybe they're babies. So in this case, he's made her look like a grasshopper. And Crystal Walker has literally shouted at this child and used yeah, profanity. But I, I, I actually, to be fair, I did that once. It wasn't entirely my fault, but oh, Halloween, God. I was alone in the house. But it wasn't Halloween. It was like two days after Halloween. And mm-hmm. somebody thought, oh, that's fine. We can still trick or treat. No, you can't. Mm. But it was, it was a horrible... No rubbery mask and I was standing right there two days after Halloween and I yelled out Jesus fuck Christ and you're, you're not good with horror I'm not right, good with so. horror but especially when, it, when it's at my door and <laughs> and, then, and then the kid and then I look up and I didn't know what the fuck it was I'd forgotten it had been Halloween recently and I look up and there's just a mother at the end of my drive 
very proudly looking yeah. as a freak son, tries to get chocolates out of me days after that the agreement has passed. Did you think it was a cranky? No, I thought it was. I didn't know what it was, but I mm. I, I found some. I found, do you know what? I found some dog treats that look mm. like chocolate, and I oh, said nice. you can have all them. If they're listening, mm-hmm. have them. And then at the end of the night, Mum said, "How'd you feel?" And she said, <laughs> "Yeah." And then I showed him my asshole. <laughs> you want to see my elephant? I got some fucking candy for you. Imagine that. Imagine someone said they're going to show their elephant, and you thought he's going to get his knob out of his flies, pick, pick his pockets out. No, no, no. He's going to pull his asshole apart, <laughs> dangle his cock between his legs. I've never seen an elephant. And, um, well, it doesn't look like that. Those three crows would be like, I've seen a house fly. I've it's seen. Just, yeah, a... there's, I've seen a house fly. I've seen a perfect. And there's the, the horse the, fly. The horse fly. And the third crow is very quiet. And it just, after a second, it just goes, I, I, I've seen Christopher Walken's arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Which if we still manages to fart like him, it kind of goes, fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gas. <laughs> I must be awake. Is that what you mean? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I must be awake. So then he tells his wife, his wife's really cross with him and says, what, why did you shout at a child? And he says, what I saw was alive and real. As, yeah. No. And he doesn't clarify at all. Yeah, what, that also describes a child myth. Exactly. Yeah, that's reality in general. Um, but he justifies it by saying that he, he was very scared and he thought it was a real thing. So he's, he's, still, he's still struggling to write his Which great novel. Which would be crap. So... Which would be crap. So they go and see his son's school play, and at this point we're establishing that he's kind of he's video he's vlogging everything. Yeah. So he films the play, and then we cut from the the, the school play back to the cabin. So they've right. gone back there. because at this point mm. I I watch this pretty intently, but it does start mm. uh, it gets a dreamlike quality all the way through, which I'm not a hundred percent sure was intentional. Um, no. So my notes get a little ropier on this bit because I've lost track of what's going on. But yes, they've gone back to the cabin. Okay. It's not like a flashback. To have Christmas. That's yeah. right. The season's changed. Okay, mm. right. But then in the evening, the intruder lights go <coughs> off again. And then 
out of nowhere, he's again, like you were saying, he's in a dream state and he's picked up and carried out by loads of little small people in robes. <laughs> and that's where it cuts to him, which we expand upon later, but it cuts to him in the midst of all these small people in robes, kind of sat there like he's doing an album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked, naked and just kind of being like, this is all right. Yeah. And there's no yeah. reason for him to be... In fact, he's not naked. He's got He's got trousers on. Oh, Which yes, doesn't make yes. sense if you've been anally probed. No. But that's just his way. I Earlier, I was but, just wearing a shirt, no pants. I'm mixing it up. Well, <laughs> maybe he had those kind of like um, prospector long johns. Which that's true. That's true. I put these yeah. on just for you guys. I was, I was, uh, what's it called? Were they sieve for gold? I was, I was sieving for gold. for gold. <laughs> Panning for gold. Panning it. Sieving for gold. Henry, fucking Henry Kelly's long forgotten game show. I nearly killed Henry Kelly once. Go on. Well, I was going into a pub in uh, Hampstead and it was one of those toilets that has like, you open the door and there's like a little airlock situation. Then there's another door which takes you right. into the toilets. I open the door, Henry Kelly's coming out and I hit him with the door. And he's a very frail old man. Well, yeah. Days. And slightly yellow around the gills. Right. See, he likes to drink. And he just went, oh. <laughs> and I went, oh, I'm so sorry. And he went, oh. That, uh, that actually just what you just then, then was almost the theme tune to Going for Gold. It Boom. was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he said, what BJ am I going to ask for when I get home from this hooker? <laughs> <laughs> Born in 1941, which TV personality is not going to pay for this sexual intercourse? <laughs> I don't know if he was born. No, 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 no. You don't need it for the <clears throat> bit. So, um, yeah, we've had we've had this fantasy sequence, which is over too quickly. Then the next morning he comes down for breakfast and he's completely fine. And then he talks about how he saw an owl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Two things happen in this scene. As he walks into shot, he's making an actor's decision. I don't know if you notice this. He's playing with his hair because he's trying to make it look like he's put a wig on. He's fiddling like yeah. In this scene, yeah. I have a wig. Fine. Just fucking do the scene. This is our fourth consecutive year of filming. Right? Okay. But then he goes... Despite the fact he's he believes he's an alien, he's seen an alien, there's lights coming on. Mm. I bet that massive light was an owl. And he yeah. goes, there was an owl got in here last night. And then as he poor and the poor other actress looking at him is just like, Do I speak mm. now? And the answer is always no. And there's a pause and he yeah. goes, It might still be here. Let's hunt for the owl. And then that's the yeah. end of that plot line. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. No. And his wife's played by Lindsay Krauss, who um, is fans of the film Slapshot will recognise. Very respected actress. Very respected. She was married to David Mamet for a while. Oh, God. All right, then. Yeah. So she's used to people saying 187 words when one I know, but Yeah, I know, but at least this makes sense. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't have written this. No. He wrote this. David Mamet wrote this when he was having some sort of awful flu fever situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Walken complains of a sore head here. Get up! Oh, because he, he, you know, something, he's got a pierce, something's pierced his ear all or something. 
Well, you see uh, a little alien hand pointing at his head, a bit like That's e. right. But it spikes into the back, behind his ear, sort of spikes in his head. And he's like, ow, my head. Yeah, that's right. Um, mm. So later that night, he and his wife start, should start having a big old row. Yeah. I love this scene. I can't remember what, what happens, but mm. at some point during the row, he, he just goes, whoa! <laughs> and that's gonna, if I ever get in a fight again, down that's right, cupboard. he's got a shotgun mm. just on top of the yeah. wardrobe. It's not even at the back, it's dangling mm. off the wardrobe a little bit. And he starts loading it as they're rowing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, where the yeah. fuck's this going? She's not. She's seen it before. Well, she's basically <laughs> saying to him, you're terrifying our child. You're behaving like a weird arsehole. Oh, let me calm down with maybe a shotgun. Yeah, maybe you need to go and see someone. And he says, I'm going to go and find out whoever's been intruding in our house. And then as he's walking around the house, we start seeing the little men in hoods running about again. But are they... And he starts shooting indiscriminately at them. Yeah. But are they there? Are they there? I don't think so. Or did they only come that one time? Because it does beg the question, why mm. we've got a spaceship and we're just hanging around a farmland waiting for this knobhead to turn up again. Yeah. All I could think of is, you know that Simpsons episode where Homer's cleaning the basement with those really strong chemicals and they all start attacking him? Yeah. So all I could think of was that, where that little cleaning man goes, I must destroy you. That's all I could think of. I just thought that Walken one day was cleaning his computer because he kept turning off with a very strong yeah. substance, which now caused him to have hallucinations nonstop. That would make way more sense. This film would make more sense if at the end he's having some sort of brain tumour. What, the Rocky Five start? Yeah. Yeah, the Rocky Five yeah. start. And he could draw those giant boobs like in Rocky Five. <laughs> um. Yeah, so she's the wife comes in to sort of go, what the fuck are you doing shooting up the house? And he looks around at her and she's, instead of her, it's like one of those cartoons where they see a, a nice plump turkey to eat. Instead of seeing her, he sees a little blue yeah. man. So he fucking shoots her. But she do, she dodges, and right? She dodges and then he comes back to reality and realises what he's done and then says, yeah, I better go and see someone. <laughs> and he, yeah, unfortunately, he goes to see somebody who can teach him how to shoot. I meant a psychiatrist. Oh, my bad. He goes to see a doctor first because they're worried about him. Because he goes to see, he tells him all about, he tells the doctor the truth because he hasn't told anybody what's going on. He tells him about the <coughs> little men who took him and probed him. And then the doctor goes, hmm, okay. And then he goes home and tells his wife about it. And then it turns out that his son's having the same visions. And she's like, well, is he or is he just feeding off dad's yeah. madness? Yeah. Hmm. And the doctor goes, by the way, we've checked that you're not having some sort of massive aneurysm. Uh, and you're not. So you, you seem to be perfectly healthy. So she tells him they need to go and see a psychiatrist specialising in hypnotic regression therapy. Yeah. So they do. They go and Who see is, Janet Duffy. Uh, Francis Sternhagen, right? Sternhagen, yeah. Fans of Outland. Yeah, she's great. No, she Almost great. everyone in this is too good to for the project. <clears throat> yeah. Except Christopher Walken, um, who is a wonderful actor and a great presence. But in this one, it's his fault. It's yeah. his fault. It is his fault, yeah. <clears throat> he tells her the story about his boxing day just gone where he was pro I love and... this bit. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love this. Because he he's saying it while he's laughing. He's doing the falling off a bridge yeah. laugh. from. from yeah. Yeah, basically, I got Edley probed. Uh, no, rectal, sorry. Rectal uh, up the mm. ass. 
and uh, and uh, and then just like this, and she goes, and when did this happen? Which I don't know why that matters. Um, no. I just, and he's laughing, going, day after Christmas, what are you going to do? In yeah. fact, that's the only way I celebrate now. Yeah, I have cold turkey, chips, and a pipe up yeah, the arse. Up... <laughs> it's not Christmas. Because it is yeah. a pipe. It's, God, what's that old joke? Actually, no, I know. It's a, a comic friend of mine had a joke that was, it never really worked, but it would. It was, uh, I went to buy a Christmas tree the other day, and the man said, are you going to put it up yourself? I thought, no, the living room. <laughs> And and it never really worked, but hmm. yeah, because I can't I can't have Christmas without something up my ass. Because we do see the probe later on, not to give too many too much away, but it's like a pipe they bring in from the wall. Yeah, it look yeah, and it's rubbery. I'm not sure that thing's going to learn rubbery. anything. No, what's it, what, what are they doing? They sucking out his. Poop. Well, it looks like it's got one of them cameras on the front. It's just I wonder what the inside of yeah. Whitley Strieber's bum looks like. And so at some point, someone who's doing the budget in... Turns out it's yeah, horrible. Plus, some, nobody ever talks about the fact that someone's mm. got to pay... As an alien society, someone's got to be paying for these like long journeys through the cosmos. for re- yeah. Right, so it cost us the equivalent of $8 trillion. And what did you learn? Well, there's a picture of the inside of Christopher Walker's arsehole. That's worth nothing, guys. You've been away two years, and all you've come back with is a picture of the inside of Christopher Walker's arsehole. Yeah. Get his autograph next well, time. Well, why? He's not it. famous on our planet. If we shot... Be, have a statue of If I would have gone to my wife and say to her, like, Sue, because we got the same names. Mm. Mm. Sorry I've been away for two years. I was taking pictures of Christopher Walken's arsehole, but he signed it for you. She's going to be like, who yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> She's an, She's an Irish, Irish, Irish lady. Yeah. Mm. She'd be like, who the hell is that? And she'd be right. It would be like... It would be like uh, one of the great explorers of our time, you know, like um, Scott or the other fellas. Yeah. Going off on a three-year voyage to the Arctic and coming back and saying, we took a picture up a penguin's yeah. asshole. Okay, imagine Columbus yeah. coming back. He goes, right, did you find a spice route to the Indies? No, but this is a picture of a bloke's bum hole. <laughs> right? Did you, did you exchange? I mean, well done for inventing Yeah, well, no, no. Oh, yeah. thanks for thinking it's photography. What I've done is, all I've done is just done eight crisscross lines. But that is what it looked like. <laughs> I drew, I drew it, it. We don't have cameras. Don't have cam- I don't even know what that, what does that word idea. even mean? Um, but anyway, so yeah. so it's no to the spice, yes to the small picture of an arsehole. And could you spot this person again if you saw well, them? If he was walking away from me, yeah. But they do say that every, every arsehole is unique, like a fingerprint. Uh, well, I only saw his. But you try fingerprinting for him. Yeah, if if he if I'll tell you this, if he if that man commits mm. a crime with Justice Bumble, I've got him. <laughs> he could put his hand over someone's mouth, put the bumble over their nose. If, if he tries to suffocate somebody with his bumble, I can't stop it happening, but we'll catch him. So yeah. rest assured, if you were suffocated by this specific man who lives. 2,000 miles away across the ocean, we will find him. And that is my guess. That's my Chris Columbus guarantee. <laughs> Imagine Minority Report with that. Those two <laughs> people in the little water pit going, oh, bumble. And like, but who's bumble? And then they get a little brown ball comes out and it just says, Keith. <laughs> Keith. Uh, where does he live? Jungle. Jungle, yeah. <laughs> He's out 
Columbus Jungle right, Cave. So when did this happen? Oh, fucking years ago. I don't know why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> anyway, so she, she, after hearing his story, she suggests hypnosis and he goes i'd rather stick pins in my eyeballs but he goes and then his wife and him have an argument immediately after that a scene we don't need a lot of this is bollocks Um, a lot of it is padding yeah because they're having an argument and he goes i'm not doing it and she goes well if you don't do it i'm gonna leave you and take your child away and he goes okay i'll do it good you see now so what was the point you see now speak to that kid he wants to go (laughs) run So they go to a group therapy session. Yeah. Now, Lindsay Crowsher... Other, other abductors. Yeah, other, yeah, and she goes into hypnotherapy in the scene, doesn't she? Oh, yes. And, and unfortunately, she's had acting lessons from Christopher yeah. Walken. So she's trying to do yeah, a walking impression of this. And it's like, oh, not another one. Mm. Generally, my note is, oh, not another one. And like and like mm, about sure. that gif of the woman going, oh, what? Not another one. Oh, no. I was like, oh, if she better not act like this all the way through. I haven't got the strength. There's 40 minutes left of this. But also, when they have the group session, everybody's like, oh, it did, were, was it little blue men? And he's like, yeah, once. And they're like, oh, were they in their spaceship? And he's like, no. And they all start describing things he hasn't encountered. So he's almost like he's looking at um, he's, he's the therapist and pointing at them with his thumb and going, these guys. Exactly. Like, yeah. Have you listened to you? Yeah. <clears throat> all these which I didn't understand why they I thought that was going to be some sort of reveal later on that I did I thought it was going to be that they all shared the same experience but no they... it's it's just yeah. like it's it's like they're ad-libbing things like oh did they drive micro machines up your up your piss hole no is that going to happen <laughs> next time it might happen to me you, you count yourself lucky I had a Tonka <laughs> <laughs> up the bum hole yeah yeah. Um, so then the th- he goes under hypnotherapy and it confirms that he has been abducted by unknown beings Some worth mentioning here this is an alien abduction mm. it's marked on Wikipedia as sci-fi horror almost yeah. all of it happens in very boring rooms with people talking very Nothing, boring there's no action to it other than the occasion well lit as well yeah but it's all set in just doctor's mm. offices and their, f- mm. and their apartment and now this this therapy room. It's such a boringly staged film. And it's there's no stakes. What are the stakes? I I would like to find out what happened to me. What happens if you don't? I don't know. Nothing probably. Nothing. Well, we'll get to the end when when we get there, talking about that. Um <clears throat> so the, yeah, after that he goes on a mad bus journey where he sees the a yeah. bug on the bus. Why but he hasn't seen a bug. Why isn't he seeing people who no. look like aliens that he actually saw? This we is like something know. different act to him they didn't put in the film. I got abducted by yeah. aliens and later, off camera, giant bugs. <laughs> Tell me to think of it. That would be the better movie, but we didn't shoot that. So then he goes for a, he goes to a cafe and meets um, his neighbour from earlier. And he explains all about the little blue men. And his neighbour's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> So he goes back to the therapy. He never comes with him and says, I heard the noise as well and the light. So then they send him for a medical test and he's knocked out to see um, where he sees a floating alien head and they establish that he doesn't have epilepsy. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember yeah. this. Now, yeah. Then we get the hypnotism with his wife. Then, as if we haven't seen anything, enough mad stuff, a little smash... Likes Smash robot runs in. 
Yes. And then we see him dancing with the flowing aliens. And the one alien looks like one of those things they have out of used car dealerships. Yeah. With an alien head. It's this puppet that just goes left to right and its arms waggle. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's going, oh, hello, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. <laughs> it looks like ah. Alien Bungle. <laughs> no, not Bungle. Zippy, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just going from left to right doing that and there's little alien head people just sort of wandering in and out of this room. It, it doesn't look... Well, it does look terrible. But that's when he puts the pipe up his bum hole. And he goes, well, the, the alien... <laughs> Tries the to alien, do it, and he kind of goes, give exactly, it, give it He's like, the yeah. thing is, he doesn't, he says something bizarre. The alien's holding the probe, and he's about to shove it in, mm. and he's, I think he thinks yeah. it looks like a microphone, because he goes, yeah. it looks like you're about to sing White Christmas. No, yeah. it does not. Bing Crosby was a weird-looking fucker. He didn't look like this. Mm. No. Yeah, they're about to sort of put up his bum. He takes it and goes, give it here. And then loads of children. Yeah, I'd in. lost it by then. I, I, uh, there's lots of children, which yeah. is supposed to be flashbacks to him as different ages. Yeah. Or is it? I think so. I don't know. I, don't, yeah, I really I don't, don't know, because some of them were girls. I, I went through a phase. <laughs> but he's then lying down, sort of playing games with them. They all look completely <clears> freaked out, because as you would do if you were a child and these little... Blue fucking weird fat-headed men in robes came walking in. Um, then he is just lying around in the nude, and then it cuts back to the group he was with, and they're all worried because he's a writer that they're going to write about. Oh yeah, he's going to. But isn't it also a shot? Yeah, just before he cuts back to that, where he's he's around an alien and he's leaning up against a wall reading a magazine. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, you're right. He's sitting on a little sofa Yeah, I had to go back and check. Like, he can't be just reading yeah. a magazine. I'm like, he's totally just reading a magazine. Yeah. So, Is this where he kisses yeah, one he, as well? Yeah, he kisses one. Yeah. While he's in yeah. the nude. Um, the yeah. I don't know what's going on here. But also, I, I had, yeah. I've got so many questions about, like, did he bring the magazine? Is it an alien magazine? Is it like a doctor's office going, right, um, we are going to shove mm. a pipe up your arsehole, but uh, it just needs to be there for 45 minutes. So try and relax, and here's a copy of fucking Better Homes and Gardens. Right, what? Yeah. And it's definitely... It is a very much a waiting room situation. Yeah, but, no, yeah. but it can't be a waiting room situation, because he's half nude and he's got a thing up his arsehole. What doctor's office has you been yeah. in? Very cheap ones. <laughs> Maybe he's gone private. <laughs> very. But then we cut to, after the group therapy session... Walken emerges in, in the house with his wife, dressed in a full suit, and starts singing Putting on the Reds. I feel that was a choice he made. Yeah, it's a choice he made. He carries on singing it as well while she's talking to him. And then eventually he realises that he's, he, he basically says, I'm going out to get some cigarettes. Yeah. She's like, okay. And then he drives out into the middle of nowhere and go. No, he goes back to the cottage. Doesn't she say something like, he doesn't smoke? Yeah, that's right. It's a fucking leaves. airplane yeah. joke, that is. Yeah. Oh, my alien abductee husband doesn't normally smoke at home. <laughs> he never usually puts a pipe up his ass. <laughs> yeah, that's at funny. Home. Jeff never puts a pipe up his ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back to the cottage and then he goes into like a shed. And suddenly all the alien men come in and they all start dancing and suddenly he's their best yeah. friend. So are they, are they even, is there even a spaceship or have they just done up a barn? 
Uh, it looks like a barn. I thought it was a barn. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a spaceship. Oh. Well, I don't know now. I don't know now either. You've made me doubt it. But it looks like a barn. And he's, are they, they even aliens? Going, are they just locals who are inbred? Who are just like, anytime somebody moves into the area, as a joke, we shove a thing up their arsehole. They're all Barry from EastEnders. That's what they look like. <laughs> but instead of sort of going, leave me alone, stop, you know, stop ruining my life, he's kind of like, hey, let's all dance. And then the little wibbly man comes out again, going from side to side with his wibbly arms. Yeah. And um, the, he, the, he's dancing and getting on like a house on fire. Then he goes home happy, and his wife's happy that he's happy, seemingly over it all now. Then there's another light shining this time in their apartment and not in the cottage. So they all go onto the roof. Now, they're all kind of like vaguely looking around the sky at this point. And Wikipedia says, because I had to look it up, he realises he has been in contact with them his whole life and it was passed on from his father and will and he will turn in he will in turn pass but on. But he to his says son. something like that. No. He says something like that in the film. Mm. And I wasn't mm. following it then because because the no. best part I'm like, is this anything or have they just kept the camera on while he's talking? Um because how does that mix what have they passed on? How you can't there's not congenital alien. <laughs> oh, has your family got any histories of things going up their arsehole? Well, yeah, my dad and my yeah. dad. It's a what? Yeah, yeah. Aliens putting things yeah, up. Yeah, our arsehole. family is all up the bum. It's a wonder any of us were born, to be honest. You have to put that on every job application. <laughs> I got a touch of eczema. Also, yeah, I've got aliens. And also, if you haven't got what you're looking for out of one generation of a man, why do why do it in three? What are they also? What are they open? What's up this man's bum that isn't up everyone's bum? And it's Is it like and we'd gold? be very good not made a reference to the gold watch in pop fiction, right? You know, we, all these aliens no, going back right, generation yeah. after generation. Just I want my fucking seconda back. <laughs> Also, he's got to have a sit down with his son at some point and say, look, when you're older... Yeah, your body's going to change. Yeah. Actually, your body's going to be exactly the same, but there's going to be a pipe up it. Because <laughs> this is... My, is this... Is this <laughs> actually, is that why it's called communion? Like the Catholic thing? No, no, son. It's different than that. No. Um, so then he, he then goes back to writing his book and he talks about how... He's now accepted the fact that this is his life. I'm like, hang on a minute. And then he but says... But what's his life? I don't understand. So I was just going to say, he's sitting there and you're thinking, well, what What have you accepted? And then he sees the face of the grey alien and he starts pulling off the mask and underneath is like a little elephant face from the one he was wearing earlier. Mm. And he's like, no, no, I didn't want that. And he puts the mask back on and you're like, what's going on? And then it just goes to the credits. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially you described the entire film there. Yeah. At the very start, you go, what's going on? And then something, 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 cast the credits. Mm. I, because this film could have ended at any point and made yeah. as much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have just smashed cut. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm reading a Wikipedia page now. He interacts with the alien beings and realizes he has been in contact with them his whole life. And it was passed on. But it, what is it? Don't know. What, what was passed on? Visitations from aliens. But... It's like he's a car park and a lay-by. <laughs> Aliens are going, well, what you do is you go down to Earth and there's that Walken fella, you can put things up his bum. But, but surely... 
by the eighties, well, we've you know what? We've had a look at their broadcasts, and everyone's quite in their pump. A lot of them are up. The, he's not the only guy with stuff up his bum. There, a lot of them love it. He seems quite reticent, to be mm. honest. Mm. We should. Why don't we befriend someone who likes it? And they're like, shut up, Sam. Look, all I'm saying is Goatsy lives just down the road. Well, who's that? I'll show you a picture now. Fucking hell, these pictures of arseholes have got more complicated, haven't they? He's yeah, what? look at the sh- look at the shading on that. Goatsy's essentially IMAX to Crystal Walken's <laughs> normal cinema. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh, God, you can put wobbling seats in that one. Yeah, it's 40X. Um, <clears throat> and it sprays. <laughs> so there you go, it's communion. I still don't feel like we've established what it's about or what it's for. No, this is not a film. It's no. it's an art piece that I think was meant to be a film, but it's... It's that bit in Ghostbusters so 2 where Bill Murray speaks to that woman and says an alien took her into the exact replica of the Holiday Inn. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah It's yeah. that, but instead of being a small story, they've made it into a 90-minute film that doesn't need well, to be. Well, with no story whatsoever... Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a review of it, I'm sure I saw, from The Guardian, hmm. that was, because he was quite well reviewed, this director, early on. Hmm. Right, 1990, Christopher Tukey from the Sunday Telegraph called this film unquestionably a pain in the ass, <laughs> which is, which I don't think he even meant as a pun. No, I don't think he did. Uh, I didn't, this film is so banal, hmm. I couldn't hit it, and it's the sort of thing I'd have on in the background again. Really? Just in the background. Mm. I wouldn't, because of the sounds of it. It's so odd. I think if you got the sequence where he's just hanging out with the aliens and the wobbly arm man and just looped it for eight hours on YouTube, it'd be quite a nice thing to go to sleep to. Do you think? Yeah. Cause it's very... Just that and white noise. What, that and white noise, yeah. Because he seems happy, doesn't he, Wilkin, just being in that world? Pipe up his ass. I think this is genuinely a work of spite on his part. I think, think he hated... I think... Because... Years ago, I read an interview with him, and he said he would take any job if they could meet his salary requirement. Mm. Because he enjoyed making films, even a bad film, more than not making a film. Right. So, and this feels like one, he was like, I'll just have fun with it. And then he met Whitley Stryber and says, I don't like this guy at all. Yeah. I'm going to wind him right up for the next three months every day. But I wonder what Christopher Walken would be like. I wonder if he was just this director, or if it was... How much has his career been shaped by directors who were managing him? Like, left to his own devices, is is this performance what he would give in everything? Well, I'd say compare this to when he's directed by Steven Spielberg and Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, which is like a human being. A human being who's interesting and switched on and in the moment, whereas this guy's just a fucking weird duck man. Yeah, and as much as I enjoy it when he starts doing... Because I think this is one of the few times... He's given one of his comedy performances in what should be a straight film. Yeah. And I love his comedy performances, but like, you know, one of my all-time favorite lines from a movie is one that nobody remembers from, is it Balls of Fire or Balls of Fury, wherever it's called that he's in? Oh, yeah. Hurry up! I'm going to miss Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> it's just a great line coming from him. Uh, but, <laughs> but I think they know how to use him sparingly. And in this, uh-huh. he's in every fucking scene and he's gone, it's not even gone to 11. He's at like 37. So I still have a lot of affection for him despite this. But in fact, this was a really interesting thing to see what happens if you absolutely hit the guardrails off Christopher Walken. Hmm. It's not good. Well, thank you, Dan, for sharing communion with us. Yes, yeah, that was, that was, thank you for having me. Oh, thank, as always, a pleasure. 
Uh, talking with you is always a pleasure. Sometimes oh. the things we're talking about are a pile of ass. And on that note, I'll wish you good luck with that and thank you so much. Good evening. Good evening. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.